Hello and welcome back to In My Opinionation, your bi-weekly Blossom Watch Through podcast. I am your host this week, Jen, and I am joined, as always, by Mallory and Eric. Hello, friends. And sushi. And sushi. <laughs> oh, there it is. We're waiting mm-hmm. for purrs to happen. Purrs mm-hmm. happened. And bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> this week we watched season two episode 19 wake up little Susie." wake up wait <laughs> little Susie. i thought someone else was gonna jump was that in. gonna i didn't know if you were going for that song or for chop suey wake up wake up, no, 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 wake up. <laughs> this is already off the rails okay so this episode aired February 24th, 1992. It was written by Portia Iverson and it was directed by Ted Wass. Yeah. This is the first episode directed by Ted Wass. Little Teddy. Little Teddy. So we've talked about this at the beginning of the podcast. I think we talked about it a bit. Um, So Further into the series, Ted Wass was allowed to take on a lot more directing jobs. It's actually a big part of why he accepted the acting role, Mm -hmm. because he was promised that he'd be able to direct episodes in the future. This is when that starts happening. And we'll see after Blossom, Ted kind of just stops acting and just directs forever. Yeah, that's probably why he wasn't on the reunion, because he's like, I'm not an actor anymore. I am now a director. Well, he made the right choice. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oops. So we're going to start this off with the Russo Rundown. So the Russo Rundown, we give ourselves 10-ish, 15 seconds to describe the entire episode. Mallory, I'm going to ask you to go first. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So one, two, three, go. Okay, Tony has a date with Hillary Banks uh, um, um, at a bachelor auction, and Blossom has a sleepover with Allison, the cool girl, and Joey goes on a date, and he's worried about dads. 12 seconds okay i don't often wish this were a video podcast but just for the face i made at the end of like <laughs> i wish people had seen that i think we always make those faces when we're doing this yeah all right eric it's your go my man yeah one two three go Blossom has a sleepover she invites popular girl allison who's an alcoholic um anthony uh, goes out with Hillary Banks. Joey's afraid of his girlfriend's dad. That's it, right? Is it his girlfriend or is it just a date? I don't know. I don't think she'll be his girlfriend after this. Mm. <laughs> no. That was 10 seconds. 10 oh. seconds. And you know what? We always have the hosts doing this. Y'all covered it, though. Yeah. So I... I think you're just scared. <laughs> also, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Okay. One, two, three, go. Um, So Tony has a date with Hillary Banks because of a bachelor auction and there's a slumber party. And then Allison is the worst, but it's kind of funny. And the fucking other thing you said that I can't remember, which is why I don't like doing that. Joey. That was 15 seconds. (laughs) Joey. The Joey Joey thing. Joey. I never think about the Joey thing. So the actual summary for this episode is... Blossom and Six's slumber party is made more lively when a notorious party girl attends. However, they soon learn that she is just using the party as a cover so that she can go out drinking with a guy she had just met. Why even watch the episode? You just yeah, got it. That's a, yeah. It's, so, Good night, everyone. 
Good night. Well, so these like recently we've been pulling the synopsises from IMDb, which like it's not a specific person who writes this, right? Like it's community mm. members who so some of them, like the one last week where it was like Nick is reluctant to participate. And like that's not part of the show like, yeah. the episode at all, really. And then this one where it gives away the whole thing. Like it's just mm-hmm. they're they're hit and miss. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I did do before we start going into a bu- 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 breakdown is I looked up the title Wake Up Little Susie because mm. I knew it was a song. Yeah. And I wanted to give more information about it. Yeah. So this episode is named after the song Wake Up Little Susie that was performed and made popular by the Everly Brothers in 1957. Um, so the song is actually about the point of view of a couple of high school kids who go out on a date. They go to the movies. They fall asleep. And don't wake up until like four in the morning. Yeah. And the whole song is them being concerned about what people will think of them, even though they didn't do anything. Uh, so it's about reputations. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I get the I get the connection there. Yeah. Fun fact: my mom snuck backstage of a, to an Everly Brothers concert when she was like a teenager. Yep, that was my mom. And then she Your skipped mom's school cool. to yeah. watch like the Beatles movie. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. super cool. Mama. You're badass. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just going to say that I feel like this title would have fit better for the episode where Blossom's friend says that they did stuff at the movie theater. Mm. Like, that's what's going on in that yeah. song, right? From what you've just described, kind of. Like, they didn't fall asleep there, but there's, like, rumors about what they did at the movie theater. But it also makes sense for Allison, right? She's keeping up yeah. a reputation. And, well, then yeah. we'll get into the rubber breakdown. But, but, yeah, but, but, I, I don't think it's a it's a bad fit for this episode. I think it works. It's yeah, just, it, I think it works better for the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. So now that you know why this episode was named, why it was named, let's do a breakdown. Thank you. Level up. So we open this episode up. On something that I think all of us have questions about. I have no questions. You have questions. How do you have no questions? (laughs) Multiverse. Multiverse. So we open up on Tony. He's He's in the ambulance treating somebody. And then we pan over. And that somebody is Karen Parsons. And I was like, ooh, it's just Karen Parsons doing a bit. But no, it's specifically Karen Parsons playing hillary banks y'all i have questions see i thought you were gonna be i was watching this and i'm like okay so if jen had trouble with the like cat and maya bialik both being in the same universe she's definitely gonna have problems with what this is proposing which is that will smith Mm -hmm. the rapper the fresh Mm -hmm. prince and will smith the nephew of philip banks are two separate people who exist in the same universe or the same person living a double life I it's, know. it's like will smith no. the rapper is also like known as fresh a, prince also known as the fresh prince is also like it just doesn't the fresh prince and will smith nephew of philip banks are not the same person they can't be the same person because he doesn't have a rap career but he could if he snuck away to San Francisco to live in hotels, as we have seen. <laughs> he was on tour then. How would he leave for... I, oh. That's what I'm saying. So, funny in theory, infuriating. 
Yeah, you don't like you don't like when when characters and the actors who portray those characters exist in the same universe. Just make it. I don't even care what bullshit sci-fi excuse you have. Just make it make sense to me. That's all I want. It, they're just different people. Separated at birth. <laughs> twins. It's always twins. <laughs> Separated at birth. Yep. Yep. There we go. So yes, this is Hillary Banks, the character, which presumably, if we ignore the whole we've seen will smith the actual real person before then theoretically this is a storyline that could happen which is what makes it fun because we know that the banks and the russos they both live in la so this could happen um so they're both in the ambulance tony is treating hillary's ankle i guess she sprained it um and she's bemoaning the fact that she has to do this this bachelor charity auction and she has to wear heels. Like she only ever wears Obviously. heels. Yeah. You see. So they're talking back and forth. And she asks Tony, you know, can you help out and basically sign up for this bachelor auction so that I can buy a date with you so I know what I'm getting into is my understanding of. Oh, I didn't know. No, that was not my understanding at all. Well, she's helping run the thing as well. Yeah, so but she- I didn't. I didn't think she wanted a date with Tony. No, I don't think so either. I think she just needed people. And she was yeah. like, oh, you're cute. Like, it'll be a novelty to have a, a paramedic. Collar, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's helping to organize the thing. So she's talking about all these people that have dropped out of it, like Andre Agassi and Doogie Hazard is how she says it. Yeah. And PH. Um, so clearly she's trying to get guys to attend. But then we'll see <clears throat> that she actually buys the date with because him no which, one was no one was, nobody else wanted, wanted him. him he's not that nice though she's not that nice of a person but her dad's the one who made her do it right she she said that her uh dad was like they felt bad for him or something and they yeah. didn't want him to not be bid on you got him into this so like yeah. mm, you okay. can't let him not be bid on and she's not okay. one for responsibilities, even on, uh, at least at this point in the Fresh Prince. So I feel like she was just like, I need someone. You're cute. Why don't you just do it so I don't have to look more and I can go yeah, shopping. I don't I don't yeah, think she enough. ever had any intention of of winning him herself. She just needed a person. OK. Yeah. All right. But I did want to ask you guys, because as far as we know, at this point, Tony is dating Rhonda Joe. Mm-hmm. like how would you feel about your partners participate like imagine you're not married you're just dating them your partners participating in a bachelor or bachelorette auction Meh. it's all right it's for charity if i knew it was charity i wouldn't care yeah, yeah. I-, I don't think uh, maybe they do but i can't foresee many actual real relationships coming out of anything like that and every time like first of all i've never seen one in real life it's always just a tv mm. thing and almost always on tv things with the exception of this episode it's like the person's girlfriend or boyfriend or an old lady yeah or an old lady yeah yeah Yeah. no i wouldn't whatever like if if it's charity and it's just a date then then who cares get that money baby 25 bucks (laughs) 25 bucks (laughs) (laughs) so after this intro that was wildly confusing we move on to the real episode. Mallory's still laughing at me <laughs> in my rage. We move on to the real episode. Uh, we see Blossom and Six are in the kitchen. They're preparing little snacks, which Joey keeps stealing. They're making all of the brownies. They so have like many brownies. Trays of brownies. 
like too many brownies. Yeah. That's not too much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would eat all of them if they were there. They're just unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) So they're talking about this slumber party that Blossom put together. She's complaining about the people that decided they wouldn't show up because of cramps or whatever bullshit excuses that they have. I mean, if you have bad cramps, I wouldn't be wanting to go to a slumber party either. No, cramps is actually valid if they're bad enough. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'll concede on that. She mentions that she also invited this girl, Allison Sparks, who she keeps inviting to things and doesn't show up. And Joey's response is basically, why would she ever show up? She's almost 18 and you're not friends with her, which fair, fair. Yeah. (laughs) And after we meet this girl, you understand like Blossom, why are you trying, whatever, why are you trying to be friends with this person? Because she's cool. She yeah. has a reputation for being cool. cool. I, I, again, like, I don't think this is anything anyone ever did in real life, but it's another TV thing of, like, trying to invite the cool person to all your parties. Yeah, like, if you weren't friends with them, why would you even want them there? You know? Whatever. Because they want to be cool by association. If she's yeah. friends with me, then I'll be cool, right? Like, yeah, I guess. So we hear about how this girl just never shows up. The two girls that did agree to show up, show up. One of them is one that we've seen a few times now. Megan McGinnis as Susan. Yep. Oh, she was yes. the one that changed her name to Blossom. Yeah. Um, she was also the one when they were doing the flash forwards of like the kids saying what happens to them as adults. She was the marine biologist, I think. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. pretty sure it was the same character name between that episode and this one. So it's the same girl. Mm-hmm. Continuity. And in the rockumentary, we decided that Blossom was casting people she knew in other roles. So same character. We're we're yeah. slowly getting away from the like casting people as several different characters. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Drove me nuts. <laughs> so these two girls show up. They start immediately swooning over Joey. We find out that's mostly why they decided to come to this slumber party. <laughs> Eric just made a face that said, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, we see Nick has been kind of milling about this whole scene and he's like, OK, I got to go. Bye. Like, I don't even know why he was there in the first place, except to drop this great little bit, which is he goes, OK, well, I have to go get myself ready to go. Six dr- drops this line of, well, that shouldn't take long. You already look so good. And he calls her <laughs> Eddie Haskell, which I thought was funny because. Eddie Haskell is from Leave it to Beaver. And that was one of those after school shows that we would watch with my dad growing up. So to me, that was a really funny line for those who have never watched Leave it to Beaver because it's a very old show and we're old and y'all are young. (laughs) I am young. That's a lie. Um. (laughs) Um, Eddie Haskell was, you know, the best friend of the older brother. And he always had this way of, like he was a little shit disturber in real life, but anytime a parent would come into the room, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, you look so beautiful today, Mrs. Cleaver. Like he was that shithead, you know? That all the parents loved and the kids hated. Oh, the parents didn't even like him. They were like, oh, we okay. know you're awful. He just tried to oh, put on okay, okay, the okay. face when he yeah. was around them, right? I was thinking like um, uh, the frog from, is it Looney Tunes? where when only the one person's around he like sings and dances and then when everyone else is around he's just a normal frog and they're like what are you talking about he's just a normal frog yeah Yeah. no everybody knows eddie's the worst which is what made that line so funny to me okay so the girls are still there they're still swooning over joey joey is like well i'm leaving because i have a date with coach crawford's daughter which we 
will become his storyline later on. Would you date a teacher's daughter, teacher's kid? Nope. And that's a note I, I had okay. for when we kick into okay, that okay, storyline. Okay. okay. Because man, Joey makes some choices. He does. Yeah. <laughs> so just as he's about to leave for his date, uh, there's a knock at the door and Hey, it's Allison Sparks. She decided to show up what? randomly out of nowhere. <laughs> and she's very clearly like a 27 year old, 27 year old, <laughs> very clearly a 27 year old. And not just like a cool girl, but kind of a mean cool girl. Like not yeah. mean, but just very dismissive and sarcastic. She's a mean girl. She's a mean girl. She's 100% yeah. a mean girl. Yeah. Like just not the kind of person that even if she is cool, like I can't imagine Blossom, Blossom ever no. wanting to hang out with that, even if she is cool per se. Yeah. But Maybe she's been cool for such a long time that it's just been, you know, part of that school. It's in the psyche. So, yeah, the psyche. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. I just thought it was kind of weird. Those people you add on Facebook now and you're like, why am I friends with this person? Unfriend. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I went through a big unfriending. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. We made it. No, nah, because of certain <laughs> events that have happened uh, oh, recently. No. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. A lot of, um, I'm going to get into this. Uh, a lot yeah. of. Well, people from my high school, for some odd reason, support the PPC. I'm like, what? How did this? Hmm. How did we go through the same like, you know, path, and then you end up there? I, well, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with family as well. Yeah, I guess. That's a, oh, yeah. that's awful. <laughs> I they were, I wasn't really friends with them. That's why I got friends. No, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's like, ugh, ugh, yeah. ugh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ugh. <laughs> so I looked up uh, this grown woman who plays Allison. So her name is Brooke Thies. Thies? When I first saw that, I was like, Thesis? Nope. That's not <laughs> T-H-E-I-S-S. Thies? 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 That's what we're going to say. Yeah, let's go with Thies. Um, so she appeared in, again, like many of these people, like one-off episodes in the 90s. She was on Growing Pains. Uh, she was in The Nightmare on Elm Street 4. <laughs> there's a fourth one <laughs> there is so many more than four girl oh there's so, so many, many of them <laughs> they're still making them <laughs> they're still making nightmares on elm street no the, the reboot was the last one is it nightmares on elm street or nightmare just on one. elm street just just the one no, no but if you're talking about the movies plural like all of them would you call it nightmares on elm street or nightmare, nightmare on, on, nightmare on, on elm, street. elm streets yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. i would do Okay, sorry. Grammar. So she was in the fourth one. The dream um, master. Was... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, she was in a show called Just the Ten of Us as Wendy Lubbock. She was in Uncle Buck as Laura. And she was in Beverly Hills 90210 as Leslie Sumner. But not Uncle Buck the movie, the TV show. No? Oh, see, I didn't know that. Never yeah. mind. I don't mm. want to say that's not as impressive. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, would you have rather been in Ferris Bueller the movie or Ferris Bueller the TV show? Mm. <laughs> there was a Ferris hey. Bueller TV show? Jennifer Aniston is doing very well for herself now. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston played the sister. Uh, see, now he's looking it up. Yeah. We're moving on. No, Eric, get off Google. We're moving on. <laughs> he's allowed to look it up. We just don't have to keep talking about it. <laughs> so we jump to the next scene and this it looks is terrible. The girls. It, <laughs> It's pretty bad. You can find the pilot on YouTube. It's pretty dang bad. The girls are up in Blossom's room and they're trying to decide what kind of game to play. 
Allison is like, let's play how many guys have you dated? First of all, <laughs> the what the what's your number game in any context is a bad game. Yeah, Everyone feels bad afterwards. Don't yeah. play the game. No, I groaned so hard when she said that. I was like, oh, God, no. But then but she doesn't even tell them how many guys she's dated. She just like makes one of them like it. Well, technically, she says, you know, everyone in the chess club. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've dated everybody but them. Chess is cool. <laughs> it's a bad game. It's a game that is made to make people feel bad no matter the context you're playing it in. Because either you're playing it because you want to, like, brag about your experience. Or you want to brag about the fact that you've never slept with anyone and look how much better you are for it like it's a it's a crap game so she decides to start this game all of these other girls are either making up numbers or like they've dated one guy at a mcdonald's because he (laughs) happens to work at mcdonald's like this is not the place did when you guys were young did you ever go on dates to like fast food places no (laughs) like a tim hortons for coffee not like a like a full romantic dinner at a Taco Bell or something, you know. <laughs> oh my God! Please tell me you've heard the 100 tacos from Taco yes, Bell I story. Have. Okay, good. Elise yeah. Williams, I think, is her name. Elise Myers, Myers, and I love uh, her. She's yeah. fantastic. I follow mm-hmm. her all the time. Yes. <laughs> yep. So no, I, I've never, I've never been on one of those dates. But I imagine, like when again, when you're that age, where else do you go, right? Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yeah. I mean. If you're going to take me to a fast food place, make it one of the more delicious ones. <laughs> I wonder how much McDonald's paid for that. Probably too much. Yeah. They might not have even had to. They might have just put it in. There's a 90s. It was a Wild West. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So they go around the circle. They're playing this game. Um, but then Allison gets up, said she needs to get ready to go. It turns out. She decided to come to the slumber party as a front because she is currently grounded, but got asked out on a date. I have a question. Okay. Why go to the slumber party at all? Why not just tell your mom that's where you're going and then not go? Well, we can see that she has a bag with her extra clothes for the date. So yeah, maybe go that's to the why. McDonald's and change in the bathroom. I think it's the alibi. I think she wanted them to be her alibi. Like, if they physically see her, then they can say that they saw her. Mm. That's a lot of, like, faith to put in people you don't know, though. Like, to just show up and be like, now I'm leaving, you have to vouch for me, right? Like, there's there's no guarantee that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, she's here, Mrs. So-and-so. I, I think she has a good sense, though, of, like, if she's been invited to Blossom's place this many times, she knows that Blossom looks up to her and would probably just do this yeah i'm sure blossom has her own reputation for like being a good person and stuff too like i think she knew that she could manipulate the situation i guess that's my hot take on it Mm. i like it yeah Mm. and we do see that you know blossom (laughs) doesn't want to do this and she's like what happens if your mom calls allison says just make something up and blossom doesn't just outright refuse so it does it does work in her favor but she doesn't say yes either no but she's not like get out of my house that's true. It's Blossom. Blossom's always going to do yeah. the the nice thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Blossom does say she's going to be put in an awkward spot, but that's kind of where it ends. She doesn't call her out or anything like that. 
so we do jump from that scene really quickly and we see Joey showing up at his date's house, like introduces himself to the coach, which is weird because you would think he would know who the coach was. But it's a football coach, not the he's um he's baseball. Yeah, but they they would have seen each other around, right? Maybe. I Maybe. don't know. How big, I had a tiny high school, like I like we've mm. said. I don't know how you guys with your more than one hundred people <laughs> high schools. <did>. Well, <laughs> like there were I think like three gym teachers and like between the three of them, they like coached all the things like there wasn't, yeah. there wasn't like the football coach and mm-hmm. the basketball coach and the like every, like it was That's just very kind of much like, a U.S. thing. Yeah. Yeah. The States have specific coaches they for do, certain yeah. teams yeah. and they, yeah. they're not necessarily teachers either. Exactly. No. Yeah. States. Man. <laughs> so this, this dude is just, you know, your typical football coach. He's, He's big and rude and he has the sit down, son. I'm going to break your knees if you come home late. Like the very typical dad conversation. Typical TV dad conversation. TV dad. Eric, I do want to ask you. Yes, the only male here. Your thoughts during this scene. So when I was 16, I uh, dated a fireman's daughter. (laughs) And when I went over to their house... They had a giant axe over their their fireplace, and I was and I got to sit in the living room, and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> "I'm 15, 16 years old. I'm taking oh. your daughter to see Star Wars." Did he say anything? I don't remember, but I remember being very intimidated. He was also that's a big what man. the axe is for. <laughs> yeah, he was also a big guy. He was a firefighter, so oh yeah, I was just like. Uh, yeah, the axe is the Canadian version of the gun on the mantle, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if they had a gun. I doubt it. No, it's, we're, we live in Canada. It's much more difficult to get a gun. Yeah. Easier to have an axe. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can have an axe. Yeah, yeah that's true. So, okay, so I was curious about this because my, my dad, my dad's a bit of a softie, but I'm sure he has had a conversation to some degree with one of my partners at some point we've never talked about it i'm sure it's happened so i was interested to get the perspective of somebody who would have received that conversation i don't think i don't think my parents ever had conversations with dudes well that you know of you wouldn't know about it that's the thing i don't i don't think i had any talks with megan's parents at all no ever no i think it takes a special kind of dad to be yeah, like, don't hurt my dad early, break your knees. So I looked up the actor who played Coach Crawford. His name is Edward Winter. <sighs> Scrolling for days on his IMDb. He's mm-hmm. done everything. I grabbed some of the bigger stuff. He was on the show Soap as Congressman Walter McCallum, which means he has worked with Ted Wass before this, because Wass was on that show. Mm-hmm. He was on MASH as Colonel Samuel Flagg slash Captain Halloran. Um, he was on a show called Project UFO as Captain Ben Ryan. He he plays captains. This is mm, apparently and doctors and doctors. He has a a very recognizable voice, like that mm. voice. I was like, well, it's funny because uh, he did some voice acting later in his career, primarily on Angry Beavers. If you remember that show, I remember it. I never watched it. I was always Me like, this looks dumb. <laughs> I don't it know does look show. dumb, but he did a lot of work on Angry Beavers. Okay, so there we go. Probably we go. also as captains. Yeah, <laughs> and then we see 
Sherry come down the stairs and Sherry is played by AJ Langer, who you would probably most recognize as having been in my so-called life. She uh, played the bad girl best friend, Rayanne Graff. I had such a crush on her. Oh, she was so cute. She was yeah. so cute and so Oh my cute. God. Oh my God. It, it's funny because Rayanne is basically the Allison character. Oh, well, I was thinking that there are some similarities between Allison and Cherry. Yeah, kind of in their their behavior and their attitudes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it's an interesting connection to be sure. So the fact that she ended up playing Rayanne to me was really funny. Mm-hmm. So right before Sherry comes down the stairs, actually, um, the coach lays down kind of his rules. Like they're not to come home, not even a minute or a second after midnight. And they're only allowed to go to the airport because it has security and it's well lit. And to prove that they have been there, Joey needs to bring back a Hare Krishna booklet. Can can we talk about this? Because like, there's no way you could go to the airport for a date these days because you can't get in anywhere. Like, yeah, I mean, before you could pretty much just go right as long as you, you they had like restaurants and stuff. You could go right before. up to the gate without a ticket. Yeah. If you could go through the metal mm-hmm. detector. Like there if you look back at like 90s TV shows and movies, like there's people meeting people at the gate constantly. Yeah. So you could go to all the cafes and stuff. Yeah. Now when that happens, they have to throw in a line of like, oh, I bought the cheapest ticket I could to like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So they could have done it back then, but he needed proof that they had even been there. <laughs> Just wild to me. Yeah. So of course Joey's terrified. He said, "Yes, absolutely, I'll do that." <laughs> and then Sherry comes downstairs, and they they leave on their date. We jump back to the Russo household. We see Tony is off to go on his date with Hillary Banks. So he's catching Nick up on the situation. She bid twenty five dollars on him at the auction. There's a funny back and forth bit where Nick's like, "Oh wow, twenty five hundred, twenty five thousand and Tony has to be like, "No." just $25. That's how much I'm worth. It's sort of sad because she's rich. She could have been more. She could right? have bid more. Yeah, well, he's, I, he says that she started the bidding at 25 or something and nobody else did a follow-up bid. So you're not going to like outbid yourself. You could start at 50 and made it make it you look could, better, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know what? I'll, I'll just say it. I don't understand why it was only 25 bucks because, you know, Tony is in his little EMT uniform. And he's like, well, that's what they were bidding on a date with an EMT driver. And, you know, not to be weird. He looks good. Mm -hmm. He does. In that little uniform. He does. does. And in today's money, that's $50. Like, come on. Yeah. That's like, that's a good starting. Well, you know, I would have bid on it. (laughs) So he catches Nick up on everything that's happening he goes to leave and as he opens the door, Buzz is on the other side. Nick needs to go out and he has asked Buzz to just be around the house as a quote unquote adult while the girls are having their slumber party. Odd choice for an adult, but he said he literally tried everyone else and was left with Buzz. You want the creepy, horny grandfather to be around a bunch of teenage girls. Yeah, mm. obviously. Oh. Buzz has never... Ugh. No, he's never gone that far, but he's a bad influence. Uh Yeah, well, I did notice, I don't know if you guys have noticed, that, like, there was, like, the chunk of episodes right at the beginning of this season where it was all about 
Buzz and how much of a terrible person he is. And mm-hmm. the further we've gotten into the season, he just shows up for one scene, has like a line, and then is like gone. I think they realized that people don't like him and yeah. he wasn't adding much. So they're doing a lot better, I find, in the scripts to add him where it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. And we'll see that actually in this episode too. I thought they did a good yeah. job of putting him in where it actually made sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Buzz is there to essentially just watch the house and stay out of the way while Nick goes off. Um, we do this cut back and forth between Nick and Buzz and Allison trying to sneak out of the window of Blossom's room. So they see they've tied off a bunch of bed sheets. All the girls are holding onto these bed sheets. Allison's like hanging out the window. And we do a cut back and forth between her and the guys talking at the front door. And you can see Allison's feet like dangling down behind him because mm-hmm. he's talking. I, I have to ask you guys, because this this is the part that like angered me, probably as much as the like Hillary Banks, Will Smith thing angered you. When I'm watching a TV show, I assume that it's the same wall of the house that we're watching every room from. So when she's dangling out the window on the left side of the screen, but then we cut to the living room and her feet are coming down on the right side of the screen, it threw me all off. Okay, see, I didn't even think about that because we've yeah, seen I, I don't, her I don't. look out the window before and mention something like across the street. Yeah. I always but- just assumed they were on a corner and she was looking out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because in my mind, her room is like above the kitchen right like it's like a dollhouse right where the whole one wall is just gone and we're seeing got everything from the same perspective so to like have what we're actually looking at on her room like flipped 180 from where we were on the front on the like first floor is just like that's so funny because I didn't even clock that at all I just kind of shifted it in my brain like I, I felt like she should have been coming down over the kitchen door, like the back door. I always assumed the stairs went like this. They went up and then that way. So I thought she was on this wall. <laughs> you're, you're pointing for a podcast, my No, guy. no, no. Like, so if we're looking at, at from the living room, I assume she was on like the south. If this was south, out. <laughs> that would be her. She'd be on the south wall or something like that, like facing yeah. out that way. Hmm interesting i don't know it just it just like it didn't make sense to my brain i'm gonna That's watch fair. for stuff like that now i want to like, see if they have try we to seen the hallway have, have we seen their hallway we have seen the hallway we before. have seen the hallway joey's on the right side right and yeah blossom's on the left that's why i assume the the hallway so if the live we're looking at the living room from the camera like this way mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god how am i gonna explain this? looking at the living room the way that we look at we the living room do. from the camera the, yeah. the hallway would go from right to left and that means if we're looking down the hallway blossom would be that way <laughs> anyway I'm i'll so draw i'll, draw, I'll draw it for you i'll draw yeah, it for you yeah yeah i feel like hurts. we need to draw this out and then like put it on our instagram <laughs> Mallory's brain is melting. You cannot see it, but her brain is melting. Because right I now. don't. I, I, he's just saying this way, that way. I don't know what it means. No, I know. Don't worry. We'll, we'll figure it out, guys. Yeah. I'll, I'll draw right now. My dad was an architect. I'll do a floor plan. Yeah, okay. No, I, I always pictured her bedroom as being above the kitchen. Yeah. And her window would have been above that like kitchen door. Right. Right. But what's actually happening is we're, we've flipped the side that we're viewing the house mm-hmm. from. Well, you you draw your drawing and then maybe we'll post it on the socials because that's funny to me. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. 
So we see this back and forth that we now know is brain melting <laughs> of her feet dangling out of the window. She's getting pissed off at the girls and says, will you just let me go? So all the girls drop the sheets and she falls to the ground. It's very funny. Comedy. Fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My note just says, yes, drop her. <laughs> <laughs> so we jump onto Joey and Sherry's date. You can see they're not at the airport. They're at a lookout point and they're having makeouts. Ooh. Ooh. So we get an ooh. Joey stops everything though he's clearly freaking out about getting back late sherry doesn't care um he says and i don't even have the hair krishna booklet she's been stockpiling one she just like throws one at him and says there now you have it so she does this frequently i would say seems like she see sounds like allison like sounds like allison except her reputation at least with her dad is that she's a goody two-shoes oh of course whereas allison's reputation like she's grounded at home so we can assume that her mom also knows this like mean girl reputation like I that guess, she's the same yeah. person at home yeah yeah so you know she she throws this book at him says no no it's fine he's still very insistent on like not wanting his knees broken yeah i would be too <laughs> i would be too so he good boy that he is he actually tries to start the car to go and they get stuck in mud and Cherry's like, well, since we're stuck anyways, and then they keep making out. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a note that said, what if they had just parked at the airport and made out? Right. Then they could have gotten both. Or he could have gone to the airport first, picked up the booklet, and then gone wherever the fuck they wanted on their date. They had till midnight. Presumably yeah. that's like three hours. At least three. If you're picking them up at nine, that seems like a late start to a date. To I me, know. But... You can't throw a teenager on a date for three to four hours and not expect them to make out. I'm just saying right. it's, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> it's just science. 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 Still not the science. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show. <laughs> Bill, 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 Bill. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> I know. So we when jump do we to... ever not get sidetracked? I know though? all the time. We're so bad at it. Uh, so we jump back to the Russo house. The girls are in the living room. They're singing and dancing to the song "Do You Love Me." That Buzz is playing on the piano. They're having a little dance party. I did have a note probably before I saw Buzz on the piano, and I'm like, they're only doing this song because of Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Which would have come out just a few oh, years before. That's probably why they're still doing it. So, like, it made it a cool song to sing and dance to. Yeah. Because Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, why would a teenager sing this song? Yeah. So they're doing this dance party. They end the song. They're all laughing. Did you notice the outfit repeats? I The pajamas are repeated for Six yeah. Blossom. Yeah. They're wearing the exact same pajamas they wore on an earlier sleepover. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, so their next plan as 15-year-old girls is to watch Silence of the Lambs. Good slumber party material. It's good for cuddling, but the wrong group of people. <laughs> right? You watch a scary movie on a date. Yeah. Oh, uh, I feel like it's a TV like sleepover trope that you watch a scary movie. And then somebody inevitably gets like startled and throws the popcorn. Yeah, I don't know. In my brain, though, like when I was that age we were watching crap like like slasher more slash movie like a nightmare yeah. on elm street or a scream mm. we weren't like let's watch this psychological thriller I, in my head 
I just had like this picture 15 year old girls watching the scene where he's like I'd fuck me like it's so <laughs> awkward <Good> and <laughs> like just a bunch of teenage girls watching that scene of him talking and being like what <laughs> yeah but this is the same girl whose dad gave her the Madonna documentary to watch and we had that whole conversation so we had that note in there <laughs> yeah I mean my slumber party movies were like the breakfast club yeah exactly same it's a slumber but, party <laughs> but this is the russo house damn it and we watch silence of the land you know what i've just decided i want to i want to have like an old school slumber party yeah face masks movies yes popcorn painting our toenails do yes. each other's hair yes, yes. eric your hair is long enough now we can yeah, braid your you, hair yeah 100 i've been in braids already we'll get an airbnb <laughs> And we'll yes. have a, an IMO slumber party. I love this. Okay. We'll, we'll live stream. <laughs> yes. We'll live stream us watching Silence of the Lamb. I don't want to watch it. I don't like scary movies, you guys. You know this about me. And now Eric is doing the dance. <laughs> no scary movies. I'd fuck me. <laughs> love this idea. If this happens, we'll make sure to take pictures for you guys. Not, yeah. not the Silence of the Lambs dance although maybe put a, <laughs> maybe put, that's put a, the night brings put the cheese from a pizza on her face uh. <laughs> that's not what i want <laughs> no this was your idea we're doing it now <laughs> thanks mallory thanks for the great idea little i'm really women, looking forward the to it 1994 little women uh, can we watch both in one night <laughs> okay okay i'm gonna move on <laughs> So we, we jump forward to them about halfway through the movie where, like you said, they're all huddled together and they're screaming and scared. And then somebody knocks on the door and they all go, bah! <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. So, you know, they're all freaking out. Blossom goes to open the door. She's like, oh, it's Allison. She opens the door. Allison is bombed mm -hmm. she is leaning against the doorway she goes oh hey and immediately blacks out into the living room so we're we go a little bit further on we see the girls have brought allison onto the couch at least they've gotten her that far and they call on buzz to make sure that she's you know alive <laughs> buzz is like oh yeah i've seen this before she's totally fine but it's a good thing nick wasn't there which you know fair enough fair and then they go into this really great little weekend at Bernie's bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because Nick does come home. So they throw a blanket over her and sit her up and pretend like they all fell asleep while watching the movie. Silence of the Lambs. While watching We're Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. It was just a really, really boring movie, Silence of the Lambs. So we all fell asleep. I, I love how Blossom says like, she says to her dad something along the lines of like oh we must have all fallen asleep it was a boring movie and then six says the exact, <laughs> the exact same, same thing. thing yeah like come up with something different things you just heard blossom say this no she's freaking out so I know. much i know she so does the much. same thing um from when the episode where blossom's learning to drive and they get pulled mm. over and they're like, oh, yeah. oh my god 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 <laughs> yeah like she's losing her damn mind yeah so yeah nick comes in like they they say oh well we woke up so we're gonna go upstairs and sleep now and they're like carrying her body and then nick keeps coming in and out of the kitchen as they're like halfway up the stairs so they keep <laughs> yeah. having to like drop her and they shove her in a closet at one point 
it, it's pretty funny. Yeah. They shake her head yes and they no. They shake her head yes they wave her no. arm. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this poor girl, this poor actress. But also, like, as a parent, how do you not notice that, like, of these five girls, one of them is just not awake? Like, you would totally notice that puppetry. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's not comedy. I hope not. I hope not. One day. <laughs> one day <laughs> no you just want to be the cool dad who's not gonna like yell about it i would yell <laughs> <laughs> at a later point yeah at the at the time you'd be like thank you for coming to tell me that she's in trouble like you i've said that adult. to a lot of people like even students that i've worked with and like yeah. i'd rather you be safe than you know mm-hmm. we'll talk about the what happened yeah. afterwards well, but yeah that's yeah that's what i meant about being the cool parent like you're not gonna immediately be like how dare parent. you drink blah 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 like you want your daughters to call you if they're too drunk to yeah for sure 100 percent. yeah 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 and not feel scared to do so mm-hmm. yeah exactly sorry i made it heavy guys the, the comedy was good <laughs> yeah so we assume that they get her all the way up the stairs we only the scene only goes to about halfway up the stairs but yeah. we assume they get her all the way up those stairs Right there. Those things. Oh, okay, we have we a have, diagram. Have, wait, 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 hold you. this up. Hold this up. So I assume that's the wait, the main floor, okay. yeah? Ish. That's the kitchen. Uh-huh. That's the main floor. And then the yeah. stairs go up and yeah. like, up and around. Yeah. And that's the hallway down. And then this would be Blossom's room. So that would be above here. Oh, no. I had it, like, flipped the other way around. Yeah. Like, Blossom's room would be on the left. Yeah. Where I, I, I picture us looking down this way. So Blossom would be on this left. Oh, you picture the camera from the stairs. Yeah, that's what I picture. Oh, I picture the camera from the other end of the hallway. Mm. There we go. <laughs> so now that we know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Which stairs they get her up. Which stairs they, they use. Yeah. Um, we're on Tony's date with Hillary. They're driving around in his EMT truck. She is dolled up because she's Hillary Banks. And of course... She's complaining that she's bored. She thought the date would be like that show Rescue 911. <laughs> uh, Tony asks her why she even went through the date. She name drops her dad. Hey, Uncle Phil. Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Phil. And how he was saying, you know, like you, what Eric was saying, you did this, you need to follow through on it. Take that nice boy on a date and commitment yeah. and all of that stuff. So they're kind of fighting back and forth. He calls her shallow and they're sitting there trying to figure out what to do next. So Hillary mentions that if they want to do something where they don't actually have to really talk to each other, this theater is showing breakfast at Tiffany's. And I said, what about breakfast Breakfast at at Tiffany's? Tiffany's. And she said, I think I remember the film. I looked it up, that song had not come out by this time. Oh God, no. No, no. no. I was kind of hoping it it had. It was 95. Yeah, so I did look it up because I'm like, I wonder, I wonder if no, that the Deep Blue Something song came out in 1995. This was the inspiration for the song. Maybe. <laughs> that was from 95. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. There must have been like a, a cover of it in the early 2000s because it got oh. really popular in the early I 2000s. I think it just got popular again because, oh, I don't know. so old. Some, people keep... <laughs> People keep finding things from the 90s and making them popular again. I think it was just one of those things that people refound. So yeah, they both love breakfast at Tiffany's. So they decide that's what they're going to go do. But then, oh no, it's all the way across the city and they only have 10 minutes. So of course, Tony 
throws up the switch yep. on the ambulance alarms. Hillary is delighted. Their date presumably ends not as horribly as it started. Yay! Crossover! <laughs> Still doesn't make sense, but it ended cute. Yeah. Do any of the Blossom kids show up on Fresh Prince? I, I was wondering so. that. Because that would make sense. If you're going to do one, why would you not? I think I think because Fresh Prince was probably a new show they were trying to promote and Blossom was already doing well. Maybe. It's my theory. Because I would assume that the TV show had not launched yet if they were referring to Will Smith as Fresh Prince in that other episode and super excited to see Fresh Prince the rapper. At this point, they would have been in their second season. Yeah, it started in 1990. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, well, yeah, the Will Smith episode was, was in their first season as well. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. We're just going to Maybe every season we'll just keep on getting people from Fresh Prince. Every season you get a different one. I want a Jeffrey episode. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so after that date ends, we see another date ending. Joey and Sherry made it home. Sherry says goodnight, tells Joey good luck, <laughs> and goes upstairs. Rude. <laughs> Well, why does he need to why, like hang out he, in yeah. the living room anyways? He could have just dropped her off. <laughs> why did he not fuck off at this point? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Joey stuck around for some reason. You know, the coaches demanding to know why they were late. Joey tells the truth. They got stuck in the mud. Obviously, he says the coach doesn't believe it. And he tells him he's going to get him one day. It might be well into the future and some old man is just going to pop out of nowhere and take out his knees. Like (laughs) (laughs) it is very intimidating. He also tells Joey that um, he'll see him at football tryouts. Joey doesn't want to play football and that's fine because the coach isn't going to put him on the team anyway, but boy, they're going to have fun during the tryouts. Yep. That's all. And then we go back to that question that I had in my notes of if you know, that this coach is a dick. Why are Why you dating you? his daughter? Exactly. Why? Maybe he didn't exactly. really know. Mm. Mm. I don't know. But like, on the other hand, I went to one of the girls I went to high school with. Her mom was a drama slash English teacher. So like, it would suck for her to not be able to date anyone just because her mom was a teacher. And to be fair, AJ Langer. Yeah, it might be worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got me. Damn straight. (laughs) Despite the coach. (laughs) So we move on. It is the next morning. Blossom is sitting in the kitchen. She's having a coffee and Buzz walks in. We find out presumably the rest of the girls are gone, but Allison is still there, probably massively hungover. Buzz shares his hangover cure, which is Worcestershire sauce. Okay, and so I hate that inter- word. Somebody on the internet called it "wash your sister sauce," and I think that is the greatest thing ever. Oh. <laughs> Easier to say. Worcestershire sauce, club soda, and two shots of vodka is Buzz's hangover cure. I've never tried it. it so just work. get drunk again, basically, is the cure. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. Yeah. yeah. Is it hair of the dog if it's liquor? I thought hair of the dog was just more beer. It's the or same it's- alcohol. It's just more less. alcohol. Okay. Yeah. It's like weaning your. We need it out of your bloodstream, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd only ever heard it referred to in term, like in terms of beer. Oh, I think it's just a general have a drink of something yeah. when you wake up, like an Irish mm-hmm. coffee, or that's what I was. That's what I do on vacation. Irish coffee. I do Irish coffees the next morning. Um. Yeah. So he makes that joke of, well, 
if she's hungover, she could drink this. But Blossom, all as always, has bigger questions about how can she help this person, even though it's none of her business. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she wants to know how she can help Allison with what is clearly a bigger issue for her in her life. Buzz kind of rightly tells her, you're not friends with this girl. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Her life could go a bunch of different ways, but if she doesn't want to get help, she's not going to get help. Blossom starts making breakfast when Allison walks in. She is, in fact, massively hungover. She does tell Blossom, oh, this was great. I might use you as an excuse again tonight because I got asked on another date. Blossom is livid, of course, and says, no, can't believe she was going to help her, blah, blah, blah. Then she tries to help her (laughs) and asks her why she is the way she is. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about this. It is one of those, at the end of the day, I feel like this was one of those, like, Blossom, just just leave it. Like, this isn't your... There's, there's nothing she could do to help her, right? It's not, they're no. not, she doesn't know the, her backstory. She doesn't know Mm-mm. anything no, that she's yeah. going through. And this person who's hung out with her, I mean, if we can call this hanging out, mm-hmm. who's hung out with her once is not going to open up to Blossom and be like, here, here are all the reasons for mm-hmm. my behavior, right? Like... It felt a little judgy too. I don't know if you felt yeah. that way when Blossom started listing off things. Just like, uh, that doesn't feel right for me. Blossom definitely has a bit of a hero complex. Yeah. Where she thinks she she should be able to help everyone. And how dare they if they don't want that help? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because obviously she's right about it, which is a bigger issue with that character. It's very real. Yeah. Like we have seen this happen quite a bit, but it it was kind of nice to see someone like shut her down about it for once. Yeah. Um, so she's asking Allison, oh, why do you do what you do? And this was so good. This was such good writing. Allison says that, you know, this is her reputation. She's choosing to do this to keep up her reputation. Isn't that why Blossom keeps asking her to sleepovers? Mm-hmm. Because she thought she was so cool. And yeah, mic drop. That's absolutely yeah. why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Allison walks out on that note and that's actually the end of the episode yeah so we do have a little outtake that has nothing to do with anything I think they just needed something I don't know yeah they decided to do a blooper yeah it was the, a little blooper. The closing credits instead of yeah. another scene yeah so it's just it's Sherry and Joey in the car and she's trying to do the the bit where she hands him the Hare Krishna booklet the prop isn't there yeah. womp womp we've all been there yeah yeah so that is the episode. Let's kick it off with an outfit of the week. Uh, Eric, do you have one? I do. It is in the sleepover and it is Megan McGinnis's sleep uh, PJs. They're like these, it's like a multicolored mm. thing with like splotches. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. It felt very 90s and I was like, I want those PJs. Yeah, so <laughs> cute. Mallory? Uh, well, as we established last week, Jen, a single piece can be considered an outfit for outfit mm-hmm. of the week so i chose just the bustier allison's bustier that she pulls out of the backpack with all the like beads and sequins mm-hmm. all over it i loved it <laughs> it is the most 80s slash early 90s piece of yeah so yeah. mine was actually the whole outfit so allison's whole date night outfit is just it's fire so she has on yeah like mallory was saying this black bustier that would like just be dazzled yeah. to the ends of the earth and over top of it she has this gauzy button-up pink blouse with poofy sleeves and she has a little black skirt and sheer tights and it is just absolutely perfect for that character 
So let's move on. Did any of you have a quote of the week? I did indeed. I did not. Lay oh. it on me. Okay, my quote was Hillary Bank saying, I have been to therapy. I know exactly how shallow I am. Oh, yeah, that was a good line. That was a really good one. <laughs> that was great and so on character. If yeah. you didn't know who that character was, that's all you needed to know. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was it. So mine, I did this. I did the serious quote, which is the last thing Allison says before she leaves in this episode. After, you know, Blossom says, now that I know you, I would never think you were cool. And Allison's response is never sit up front at the b- ballet. If you get too close, it spoils the illusion. Bam. I like sitting close to the Yeah, stage. I was going to say, I agree <laughs> with the sentiment, but as someone yeah. who, who danced ballet and loves the like technique of it, I want to sit up close and see them do that point dancing. <laughs> but that, but then you're looking at the technique. You're not looking yeah. at the illusion. Mm-hmm. No. Well, does anyone really think they're floating? Because that's yes. what the illusion is supposed to be, and it doesn't. The magic of theater. Okay. <laughs> the I, I agree with the sentiment of what she was trying I, to I say. I am an actor. Like, I think the the sentiment yeah. is very true. It is. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's look at scores. Let's go back to Eric. Um, I like this episode. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Woo! Mallory? I, yeah, I also really liked it. I gave it a four and a half. Wait, what, are, what is this out of? What is this out of? Oh, oh no, I didn't do that. Um, five bad girls. Yeah, okay. So I give it four and a half bad girls. <laughs> so uh, four full bad girls and one pair of legs. Um, oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> A dangly pair of legs. Um, yeah, I really liked that there wasn't like a conclusion, like there it wasn't mm-hmm. wrapped up nicely in a bow at the end. Mm-hmm. I I really liked that. Um, and like we talked about the like kind of parallel between Allison and Joey's date was interesting, like that they were connected storylines and that the women were kind of similar. Um, but yeah, that that architecture, just the architecture of the house. Just ruin the episode for you. But like it just it broke my brain. I was like, this no no no, her bedroom's on the other side. <laughs> for AJ Lingers. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I'll score that. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> I regret mm-hmm. that. Um, so I, I also scored this out of four. Cause as infuriating as the world building is around the Hillary Banks thing the actual scenes were really good yep. mm-hmm. and it gave Tony something else to do which I always love you guys know I feel like I mean I, I might eat my words next week because I don't remember but I feel like we're moving away from the like addict only thing? drug addict stories for Tony yeah. I love it I was sad that they showed it last week with the letter you know what? I think I, mm. now that I am thinking about what next week is i think i'm gonna eat my words but um (laughs) yeah it was just nice and it was a really fun pairing like the dynamics of the two of them worked really well against each other so i did like it as much as i was like it doesn't make sense um and i i love the twist of blossom tries to fix another person and the person's like actually you're part of the problem yes you know like blossom's not perfect and i always love when someone points that out to her which i guess is mean but whatever no but it's real like you know like it's not yeah a shiny glossy tv show like they're trying to show like 
complex people who have different sides to them and different flaws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was really good the way they wrapped up the episode. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, do you want to know what next episode is? I do. I, I wrote it down. Yeah, what? you did. I so hope you remember n- that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, it's not happening at all the next time I host. <laughs> Enjoy it now. I, I was doing the playoff of the title of the episode. Uh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This will be funny in two seconds when I tell you that next time we're going to look at season two, episode 20. You must remember this. See, now it's funny. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. We will talk to you again soon. We love you. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to In My Opinionation. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IamOpinionation, our website at IamOpinionation.com, or email us at OpinionationPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your opinionation about this or any future episodes. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, the sun is going to surely shine.